When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! I don't know if love is the right word. Deeply infatuated with, incredibly excited, incredibly anxious to get to the next game. All of those things are true. I don't know if I sound like this when I talk about Matthew Stafford, but I'll take it. That was pretty fun, Slee. It's a love affair. You have a lot of love. By the way, for the first time... You get on board. Yeah, kind (laughs) of. I didn't get too past uh, Sunday afternoon where I'm like, I I think I know what Trav... uh, I I think I understand the infatuation. We got a lot to get to, like Chris just all laid out, but can we just get to the... I, I, I pretty much had a perfect weekend again. Won the picks, was right about the Dodgers, was right about Matthew Stafford, right about UCLA, right about USC. I pretty much nailed the weekend. It's, there's not too, we're done here, right? We can just move on from this point. Can I tell you something about you? <laughs> Please. I'll, I'll explain it to you. <laughs> do me a favor. Okay. Slow down on the victory laps. What do you mean? Just slow down on those victory laps. Which one? Because I there had five are, this weekend. That's a good answer. That's a good response back. Because <laughs> every time you do this, uh-huh. you end up... End up like in a in a week or so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> end up eating crow. So just yeah. slow down. I like crow. Like Appar- apparently, I have developed a taste for it. That it's something. You I'm know what you're going to do coming back from weekends? You're going to start being like a, a head coach. Like you know, I had a good weekend. Um, but you need to go back and look at the. All tape. I could do is just worry about the opponent in front of me, and I'm sure this weekend's going to be a challenge as well. Take some questions. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Don't forget too, we're going to give away a chance to win a million dollars. That's coming up all day long. It's coming up on Travis Lee. It's coming up on Mason and Ireland. It's coming up on Sedano and Cap. So make sure that you're listening all day long. You're going to get a chance to win tickets to the Rams That's and the, the Cardinals. Right there there hey, it is. Matchup of three and O teams out of the NFC. So that's very good news. And SoFi. And you get to go see SoFi, which, by the way, Al, yeah, place was rocking yesterday. Mm. It really, really was. First of all, sold-out crowd. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just – it's really great. And I, I don't mean to dump on the Coliseum, but there were always pockets of the Coliseum that were empty, right? And it it's wasn't home. So big. It wasn't, it wasn't a home. home. Yeah. It was, it was a halfway house for the Rams mm. while they were waiting to get this thing built. And now that it is, that place yesterday was absolutely rocking. Mm. It was. It, it feels like for the first time in a very long time that the Rams have a home field advantage. That it gets loud. I don't know if it's the roof. I don't know if it's team really good. Matt Stafford, Sean McVay, Aaron Donald, right on down the line. But my oh my, is that fun inside that well, place? Well, it's probably a combination of everything. Of course, yesterday too, you got Tom Brady for the first time ever playing a game in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Of course, that has a lot to do with it. There's a hype to it, Trav, and you know I I've, I have not been there for a game yet. We did our little thing, whatever that was, two oh, months ago by, or so. By the way, the one with you dancing played before the game. Man, that's yesterday. not good. That's what not do you good. mean? I'm glad. It's where you went. Uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Such <laughs> You're a, kind of doing so the water good. sprinkler. <laughs> so good. Um, but I I I don't know when that will wear off. By the way, like I I don't know if. Well. We're going to be three, four weeks away or whatever the case is, but it's such an unbelievable stadium. But here's the most important thing. You know, we've talked about this. This is actually a good example, and I'm not going to put this out, but this is the reality of it. Friday night, went to a restaurant. Yeah. It has arguably the best view you can have in San Diego, California. Food didn't live up to it. Really? I use that as an example because SoFi, SoFi is 
It's the spot. It's the place. How is the product on the field? The product on the field is as good as anything there. That's the perfect combination. All right. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, and you can be a part of the show today, the Travis Lee Nation, on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper, and college football is back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Let's put it out there. Yeah. Rams are the best team in the NFL. I get it. Nobody won the Super Bowl at the end of three weeks. I understand that things can change. I understand that health is an issue. I understand that other teams will get better. Maybe some other teams might back up a little bit. But through the first three weeks of the season, you know, it's not quite the one-quarter poll, but we're getting to where you can see it from here. Through the first three weeks of the season, the Rams are the best team in the league, and I don't think there's an argument, really, for anybody else to this point. So I'm I'm, I'm going to give you some credit here. Okay. As long as I can give you credit and you don't have to, you know, sit there and bask in it as it's the greatest Swimming day, around in it just already. enjoy it for a quick I'm, second. I'm listening. Okay? The floor is yours. You spent uh, two straight weeks and an entire offseason trying to explain to me why Matt Stafford, there's a reason why uh, Sean McVay is so giddy every time he's talking about his new quarterback. There's mm-hmm. a reason why there's these articles that come out and a lot of it is pointing the finger at Jared Goff. There's a reason why a lot of people think that Matt Stafford could be the missing piece that gets the Rams back to a Super Bowl. I I, I kept pumping the brakes. Not that, not that I don't think Matt Stafford can make it happen, but it's like, all right, relax. It's Chicago. Okay, mm-hmm. hey, I, I get it. It's the Colts. You won by a field goal. The world's, you know, the world's not going to end because you won that game. <laughs> Can we see them against some good competition? You cannot ask for better competition than Tampa. They had won 10 games in a row. If you go back to last season, you include the playoffs, and then these first two uh, regular season games, they didn't win by a field goal trap. You know, this wasn't one of those games where um, you walked away saying to yourself, okay, well, they barely got by that. Hey, they won, but, man, it was close, and it came down the final couple of seconds. They dominated the game. No, I, I think that's the most important part of yesterday. I, I really do. I think that the Rams established themselves as the best team in the NFL because of what you just said. Nothing weird happened, right? Mm-hmm. This wasn't a pick six at a crucial moment that went the other way. This wasn't somebody kicking a long field goal with time expiring to beat you. This wasn't a game where you felt like you know one play here or there, it could have swung it in the other direction, that both teams felt like they were both in it going to the end. The Rams were better full stop the rams were better on defense full stop the rams were better on offense full stop the rams played with energy the rams played with discipline this was not a weird game where you go yeah they won but this 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 and this no the rams won because matthew stafford threw threw for 343 yards and four touchdowns Mm -hmm. okay ready ready count ding here's number one Mm -hmm. no interceptions no fumbles I, I, the, and that is the difference. That's a clean the, game. The, it's a clean mm-hmm. game. Tom Brady was really good. Tom Brady threw for 432 yards and a touchdown. 55 passes. One touchdown, touchdown mm-hmm. right? He had nine coming into the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's got 10 on the season now, but nine through the first two weeks. Rams hold him to one. I know the final score says 10 points. It wasn't that close. No, it wasn't that close. It wasn't that close. Mm-hmm. They were in complete control of that game, and that's why I'm so bullish. And while you're right, I've been talking about Jared Goff since the end of last season. Yeah. I talked about Jared Goff in training camp. Mm-hmm. talked about him after the Bears, after the Colts, and I'm going to talk about him again today, but I'm going to add a wrinkle to it. Don't take my word for it. I was right, but you don't have to take my word for it. Do you see Sean McVay yesterday? 
Did you see him run down to Sean Jackson after he caught that 75-yard yeah. touchdown pass? Mm -hmm. Do you not see the enthusiasm? Because, well, it felt to me, yeah. Al, yeah. like you're with Jared Goff, you're waiting for something terrible to happen because you've seen it so many times. Yeah. With Matt Stafford, it's let's go. Even when he was bad early yesterday, and he was. I think he missed five of his first six attempts mm -hmm. and, and by the, missed a couple of big ones that would have been big chunk yardage plays he if did not a five touchdown. Five of six, and they're giving praise to the Tampa's defense. Like, now nah, he's got to hit him. No, he right. missed. They're mm -hmm. bad throws. They're mm -hmm. Bad throws, but he settled in after that, and it wasn't a. Uh, is he gonna go? It's like okay, he's got it. A little bit jumpy, a little bit, a little bit, you know, maybe anxious early. But he is as simply as I can put it. The worst player on the Rams is no longer their quarterback. You can't go to a Super Bowl and feel like you're going to have a really good chance to get back there time and time again if the guy that's the weakest link in the chain is the quarterback. And that's what it was the last couple of years, and it's not anymore, and it's just glaringly obvious. So glaringly obvious, um, and hopefully you stop mentioning Jared Goff as we go further, not just into this show, but the rest of the season. They do play They them. do come up they, in a few weeks. Yeah, they do play Detroit uh, not too long from now. Um I think, you know, you said something to me when we were chatting and, and you were talking about, all right, maybe maybe Stafford was a little giddy to start off the game. Maybe there was some nerves. Yeah. By the way, you're playing Tampa. You're going sure. up against Tom Brady. This could be the NFC Championship game. Um, very well could be the sure. NFC Championship game. And you're playing in front of 70-plus thousand people at this unbelievable stadium. This is a game of the week. You know, everybody knew San Francisco and Green Bay was also going to be a good game. This was the game of the week, and it wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. I think the more Stafford gets games like this, right? You got Arizona coming up this weekend. Both teams are three and zero. Is Arizona on the class of where the Rams are? They shouldn't be, but they're three and zero. Give them credit for starting off the season three and zero. The following week, you got Seattle at Seattle. Seattle doesn't look nearly as good as they have in years past. They're only one and two at Seattle is arguably one of the toughest games you're gonna you're gonna play all season sure. when you're playing a road game, especially a division Short rival. Short week too. I think Stafford, this is key for him. Like That's why I was excited about the upcoming schedule. Let him get some of these. Let the team get some of these. Let, get to week 9, 10, 11 where these are not surprises anymore. These are not that first quarter you were talking about, kind of those first couple of drives, just a little giddy. Now it's like, no, no, this is just kind of part of the season. I bring that up because you said that you think this is Matt Stafford, the most important game he's ever played in his career. That's pretty bold to say for a week three game. But I get what you're getting at, and this is obviously supposed to be the foundation of what they build from here. Yeah, look, I get it. He's played in three playoff games before, and by definition, a playoff game is bigger than a Week 3 game. I understand. I understand. I understand that he's played in games late in the season with playoff berths on the line. I understand it. It's different. Just simply changing teams change the entire equation. When you're on a team like the Detroit Lions, you if make you the playoffs. get into the playoffs, everything is gravy. Start Every, the parade. Everything Start the is parade. gravy, yep. right? You can mm -hmm. go get beat in the first game, and everybody's like, hey, that was a great season. Way yeah. to go, fellas. Yeah. Not here. Not here. Did you go to the Super Bowl? No. Bad year. <laughs> That's kind of, it's kind of where it is, and you have to win games like this because now – they're at the front of the line for the NFC. Now they have a tiebreaker over Tampa. Now mm -hmm. that NFC Championship game could be at SoFi Stadium. Again, there's a million sure, miles sure, to sure, go. Sure. A sure. million miles to go. I'm not crazy enough to think that this thing is over, but this is a valuable game. And you could feel he was hyped up mm -hmm. because the throws were high. The throws were sailing on him a little bit. But he very quickly corrected it, very quickly looked like the guy that we were hoping he was going to be. He had a couple of throws that were just like, yeah, that's why he's here. Mm -hmm. Just rockets into tight windows. A big ball down the sideline to Deshaun Watson, or excuse me, Deshaun Jackson to, to score that 75-yard touchdown right there. These are the moments that he's here, and it's not just me feeling that way. Watch 
Sean McVay as these plays are getting made, and it'll tell you exactly how that feeling permeates, not just fans, but the team. So very easily put when you say they're the best team in the NFL. I think here's the key. The key is, by the way, if you know you got a chance, obviously, to watch the Rams handle Tampa the way they did, where, where are, is the, are the Rams the best team in the NFL? You can hit us, 877-710-ESPN. But, Trav, I think when you say that, understand this when, when we're describing the L.A. Rams. Mm-hmm. We know we're only three weeks in. Completely understand that. We know that in the NFL, you said something earlier, you're a really good team when you lose four or five games. Sure. So you're going to have bad games. Sure. You're going to have games where Stafford's going to have two interceptions. Maybe one of us a tip ball. Maybe he's not protecting the ball and bad a fumble, read, whatever throw. the case is. Yeah. That's going to happen this season. But through three weeks – the biggest test that you had, you not only accomplished it or you, you not only achieved or got past that hurdle, you looked fantastic in the process. And that's why I think a lot of people are looking. I saw a poll just a few minutes ago. It was best team in the NFC, Rams, Packers, or Tampa. It's not even close. Obviously, it's the Rams. Um, but it, it just kind of it, it, it gives a level of where they sit today through three weeks. And, and here's the other part of this, too. We haven't even mentioned it. The Ram defense is good. Okay, obviously, when you start with Aaron Donald and you start with Jalen Ramsey, you're starting in a position of strength. But they give up a bunch of yards. It doesn't matter, right? The the game is not yards allowed. It's points allowed. Mm-hmm. And they don't give up a ton of points. They might give you you know, a 25-yard play here, a nice long run after a catch. That's fine. They're going to give you a few of those plays mm-hmm. over the course. Tom Brady, like I said, had a good day, 432 yards through the air. But they only scored 24 points, and one of them was a late touchdown. They just kind of, right, fine, let's just get out of here and call this a day. That defense is a championship-caliber defense as well. I get that they give up a ton of space. That mm-hmm. They've gotten lucky, and lucky might be the wrong word, but they've been very fortunate that on a couple of short fields, they've had an interception. They've knocked a ball loose and a fumble, but this is what opportunistic defenses do, that they, they might bend a little bit, but they don't break. This is a really good Tampa team. Don't don't. This is not a oh. What's the matter with Tampa? Nothing. Mm-hmm. They just got beat by a better team. Well, p- probably also to play with this. Tampa's playing from behind the entire game, so they're going to throw the ball more. Their their running game was irrelevant. Um, it's not like Tampa had any threat from a, a, a running perspective. And we talked about Tom Brady threw fifty five balls, fifty five balls. I mean, that's not that's not a in an ideal world as great as Tom Brady is. You don't want that. So let's see. Look, teams are going to adjust to what the Rams are doing. Eventually, things are going to, you know, obviously even themselves out. But for at least the first three weeks, Cooper Cup is a baller. Matt Stafford is a baller. The Rams look fantastic. And, you know, they start out the season. I'm curious if anybody that was at the game yesterday felt what I felt just in the air. Mm -hmm. And, And that was this feels different. This isn't just, hey, we're good. I think everybody expected the Rams to be good. The Rams mm-hmm. were good last year. Mm-hmm. Went to the divisional round of the playoffs. But there was this feeling in the air of, okay, let's get, can we get to the end of the game before it happens? We all know what it is. It's gone. It's all enthusiasm right now. It's like, let's throw the ball well, down the field again. it's easy to have the enthusiasm when you're, you know, I'm saying they're, they're going to have adversity. And, and when they do they have are. adversity, of let's course see they are. But even when these other they guys were react. rolling last year, even mm-hmm. when they would have those days, it's like, okay, let's make sure he doesn't throw the ball anymore. Let's just turn around and hand it to Cam Akers. Let's just not let the quarterback be a part of this. And right now, even when they were up big yesterday, it's like, throw it down the field again. <laughs> let's take a shot. Let's see if you can get to 40. Let's see if you can get – because, quite frankly, at 34 points, it felt like they left a lot on that field yesterday as exciting and they didn't as that need could it. be. They no, didn't need it. they didn't. They hit a – Deshaun Jackson could have had two 75-yard mm-hmm. touchdown passes yesterday. That's how free and open he was. That changes the whole dynamic as well. All right, so the Rams – 
three and zero. Not the only three and zero team that people here in town care about. There's by the way, another one. By the way, not even just that. It was the Rams and the Chargers yesterday beating up on the Super Bowl matchup between KC and uh, and Tampa last season. It's a big day for LA plus the Raiders. So one three and zero team. I think everybody's buying. You buying the other one? We'll do that next. It's coming up. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Two things can be true at the same time. I can love Matthew Stafford and I can be impressed with the Raiders. Look, knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> right? Was that the stupid thing that John Gruden did in Hard Knocks? Knock on wood. Yeah, thanks, Coach. Raiders. <laughs> I really appreciate that. No, look. Raiders are off to a great start. I, I said this to you this morning when we came in. We were talking a little bit about uh, the different teams that we wanted to get into. The Raiders did something yesterday that really impressed me. The Raiders fell behind by two touchdowns. Yeah. Like how classically Raiders. Yep. The Raiders, you know, they're playing a team without their starting quarterback yep, no at home, mm-hmm. and they're gonna they're gonna stub their toe on a game that they should not be even competitive in. And they blew it fourteen to nothing, and then they ran off twenty five consecutive points. They, you know, you know how hard that is to do in the NFL to score twenty five points in a row without giving up anything, and the that's what good teams do. Al, we've seen it. You know, it didn't happen yesterday, or almost happened yesterday. The Chiefs fall behind, but you always know that they're in the game because they're going to come back. They got Mahomes. They got all these incredible skill guys. But the Raiders showed a little bit of resiliency yesterday, coming back and winning that game. I, I, I'm not as bullish on the Raiders as I am on the Rams just because of the way it's looked and the Rams have looked pretty competent in all three of their games. The Raiders have gotten a couple of breaks to go their way in yeah. a couple of these games, yeah. but 3-0 and is 3-0, and and they showed a lot of grit yesterday. 3-0 and is 3-0, and but if I said, hey, you sold on the Raiders? Like, if I, if I said right now, uh, Trev... No, not yet. Uh, a Raiders going to make the playoffs. Yes. Yep. You think they'll make the playoffs? I do. Okay, well, I by, do. by the way, then I think you're more leaning towards sold than not sold. I'm not sold on the Raiders. And, you know, I, I think it's funny you said what you, you mentioned. They've played good. I mean, just kind of beating the – winning the, the, the game against Baltimore, I don't pay too much attention to that because I think it was a you-know-what show towards yeah. the end of the game for both, both squads. Teams, yeah. You handle Pittsburgh on the road. Pittsburgh does not look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, it's it's another win. And then yesterday against Miami, we're doing our our pickums. Which oh, uh, speaking of, let me get that out real quick. Go ahead, continue. Yeah, talking. we're doing our pickums. Um, you and I Here both said we have we picked the Raiders, uh-huh. all but, three of us, but we didn't have confidence in the Raiders. Why wouldn't we have confidence? It's a three and a half point. Well, we had confidence. I had him at the four, and both you and the you listener had him, had him had at him. the three. You guys had him at the three. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So we all had confidence. That's the problem. No, 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 Once no, no, that no, 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 no. Let me let me go back here. I said yes. I think they're going to win because it was it was an easy game, three and a half points against Miami without Tua. Right, right. That's the kind of the concept and the idea. And I said towards the end because I'm starting to have confidence in the Raiders, they're not going to cover. But I still took the Raiders. So I I just say that there are how many teams right now that are undefeated? Five. Vegas, Rams, Carolina, Denver, Arizona. Rams are really the only one of that mix that you say to yourself. 
they're expect like Denver's three and zero, but you still think KC is going to Jacksonville Jets supposed Giants. to okay. Stop. Arizona's three and zero. Well, I'll buy them. Come, you know what? I'm going to give them credit. Give them credit. Come watch them this weekend against you know if they come into SoFi and they handle business. Now you're going to give them unbelievable amount of credit. The Raiders one I think will be interesting. They got a, a good one coming up a week from today against the Chargers. So we'll see how that pans out. Speaking of the picks, I won again. So that would be two weekly wins for me. I also have the running total, which is 11. The good news is yeah. you are now tied for second place with the weekly running total at eight because our guest so wait, picker last a, week, Danny Dimes, went 0 for 4. So it's 11, 8, 8. Yeah, That's what close. it is. It's close. It's also 2, 0, 1. Okay. In weeks. I want to. me having two. I want to. Um, I want to make sure that. Did you hear that part? I want to make sure that I put this the right way. Okay. I'm not sure which scoring system <laughs> I, I prefer yet. <laughs> Just let it, I want to point that out now. Okay. Because in the I like end, that. I wanted to do. Did you win the week or did you not? I did. At this point, right now, I kind of like your. I kind of like your system. The uh-huh. eleven, eight, and eight. Oh, yeah, I'm winning that too. But that's not to say that by next week. I might change that, and I have every right as an American <laughs> yeah, it's to what change I feel. my view. That's right. I like that. I like where you're coming on that. So why I just talk uh, said Brought as an to you American. by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. The vibe in SoFi, Al, was fantastic yep. yesterday. Similar to Dignity Health when it was... Uh, not quite that good. Okay. Not quite that good. It's full. I think it was 73,000 people yesterday. Yep. And there's no there's no empty seats. Everywhere you look around, there's people everywhere. It's loud. It's boisterous. The fact that there's a roof kind of keeps that noise in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Celebrities all over the place. Mm-hmm. By the way, I felt a little bit bad for Carmelo Anthony yesterday. Speaking of which, yeah. you can hear uh, Lakers Media Day right here on 710 ESPN right. tomorrow. Um, LeBron was at the game, right? Mm-hmm. He's sitting there. They put him up on the big, you know, this, the the scoreboard that you and I are on. They put him up on that one. And uh, it says LeBron James. Like, you know, well, yeah, sure. We don't. Mm-hmm. Literally sitting right next to him is Carmelo Anthony. So is Carmelo in the same shot? Same shot. Same exact shot. It's a two shot of two people. Is it like half a Carmelo or no, full Carmelo? Full Carmelo. Now, also off on the other side of the shot, a little bit kind of off on the side of the frame, Yeah, Draymond Green. <laughs> Nothing from him either. So it just says LeBron just James. Says LeBron say, James. Okay. So that's, welcome to LA, Mello. That's a mistake by those at SoFi. Yeah, you're trying to win championship number eighteen. Carmelo's coming in, sacrifice all that. Yeah, throw Carmelo's name in there. Absolutely. Put yeah. LeBron James and Mello. Carmelo, yeah. like if you don't have enough font LBJ size and Mello and Mello. There you go. That's you right. Two Laker, uh, two Laker guys getting ready for number eighteen. Hopefully, don't forget media day tomorrow right here on seven ten ESPN. Let's try our first phone call of the day on the Dr Pepper hotline. Let's go to Los Angeles and Mike. Mike, you're up first with Travis and Slee. What's up? Yeah, guys, um, I was so confident in Stafford and the Rams. I put a hundred on Stafford at sixteen to one. And I put 100 on the Rams at 6-1, to one, the NFC. Nothing has changed my mind. The only thing that can happen is uh, uh, injuries, uh, a lack of attrition during the end of the season, and be on a four- or five-game winning streak going into the playoffs. And if we have the advantage with winning Tampa yesterday, we have the home, home field throughout the playoffs. Look, there's nothing but upside to what happened yesterday. But like you said, Mike, there's – 13 or excuse me 14, 14 games, games left, left. Yeah, in the season schedule anything can happen and in football more than any other sport you just never know when something's going to happen that changes the course of your season it's just it's always in play that's the way that it goes but through three weeks you couldn't ask for much more than what we've seen and that's Trav how else are you supposed to assess it right you know like one of the things that you kept talking about through preseason is 
I don't know what the hell to gauge this off of. None mm-hmm. of the guys are playing. Yeah. So finally week one comes, and you can have something that you can tangibly say, did you see them against Chicago? This predicament. They jump out to a good lead. You got a chance to see them against Colts. This is the game that you know. I think every Rams fan out there had a lot. By the way, not just Rams. The NFL had a lot of curiosity on the Rams versus, sure. versus Tampa yesterday. So just basing them off three games, are mistakes going to happen? Of course they are. There's going to be games where you come out here and you say Goff is better than Stafford. Okay, that's not going to happen. Uh, there's going to be games. <laughs> looking around like, are you who are you talking to? There's going to be games. <laughs> there's going to be there's going to be games that you talk about Stafford and saying Stafford didn't have as good of a game as we're, we're expecting him to have. But basing sure. it off the three games. All right, let's try one more. Let's go to Brea this time and Chris. Chris, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? I'm going to help you out here because I know how frustrating it is for you to hear Travis just do the comparison. He loves golf. He loves talking about golf. Three and oh. Every day. So <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to put this in perspective here and hopefully this will kill it for, you know, that point for, for 15 uh, minutes, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so we know what we got with, with Stafford. Travis talks about it every Monday, every Friday, a couple times on Thursday, solid arm, uh, comfortable in the pocket, good decision maker. But what exactly did Detroit have to sell to their fans to get them amped that they got golf? I don't understand the question, Mike or Chris. Excuse like, me. Detroit, as a as a company, got golf. Yeah. So. They didn't get golf. Oh, I understand you now. I got you now. Here, here, here's what it is. You're, you're making the mistake of thinking that the Lions took Jared Goff. They didn't. They took two first round draft picks. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't want Jared Goff. They have no need for Jared Goff. They, well, they, they, there's no risk for them of taking no, of Jared not. Goff. Of course, yeah. there's no look. He's going to be their quarterback for a year or two, mm-hmm. he, and and he'll win them some games. He's he's been he was okay yesterday. No touchdowns, no interceptions, but should have won that okay. game. They should have won the game. The yeah. guy hit a 66 yard bomb to beat him. He's, and there should have been a penalty, and they should have never yeah, got that. Yeah, field. delay a game. There, yeah. There's a whole bunch of things going on. Mm-hmm. But they did not think, you know what, give us Goff, you guys take Stafford. It was, you want Stafford, the price is two first-round draft picks. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. So it's not that Detroit And what you do with those two first-rounders, yeah. you, you then go out and continue to build and write. Here, here's the other part of this, too. This is three weeks like we've been talking about. This is three weeks Mm-hmm. And we're talking about, you know, what does it look like? And we, Matthew Stafford's going to get better. He's going to get more familiar with this offense. Mm-hmm. He's going to get more comfortable. Look, he's, he seems to be in perfect sync with Cooper Cup at this point. But he's going to get more comfortable with Deshaun Jackson and Tyler Higby and Van Jefferson and Robert Woods and all of these other guys. If they get Sony Michelle cranked up in the running game, who was, you know, he's fine yesterday, just good enough. Mm-hmm. But this is presumably as bad as it will look. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look bad. It looks pretty damn good, but if they continue to improve, go back to Tampa last year, right? Tampa at the beginning of the season just they looked okay. I think seven and five through the first right. twelve they, games. They looked they looked okay. Yeah. Look, they looked like a playoff team. They looked like a team that you you know be a tough out. Tom mm-hmm. Brady, all those things. By the end of the line, they were cooking. They look like a totally different squad. If the Rams have that same trajectory, what does that look like well, in Week 12 and 13? Well, we even said this, that this game was more important to L.A. than it was for Tampa. What is Tampa trying to prove in Week 3? There's not much that they're trying to – There's whether they won the game or they lost the game. Now, the way they lost the game is a little eye-opening, right? You didn't think they'd be down 34-17. to 17. You didn't think they would get dominated the way they did. But, you know, you know I think that caller was referencing to mm. when, when he says you bringing up Goff again. You, what was the example that you were given about your? Uh, you said you have a leak, or when when it rains, you said that yeah, there's floods. an area. Okay, floods. You cannot enjoy that 
it's it's like you're you're semi enjoying that it's not flooding anymore. You want to keep talking about what Remember it was when it like used to flood? when it used to flood. <laughs> it doesn't flood anymore. Look right there, dry. How about that? Let's have a party and put it right there. You're, and that's the Super Bowl. You don't for the even Rams. show photos. Right on the dry spot. You don't show photos to <laughs> family and friends about exactly. what it looks like today. You yeah. want to show what it did it look, look like. You see where that dry spot over there? Let's not look at that. Look at let me look at my phone. Look at <laughs> look at where it used to be underwater right there. No, it's uh, it's been great and it's going to get better if it follows the trajectory that these things typically do so not only was i right about that but there's something else that happened this weekend that uh you can tell me that i got right as well i'll tell you if you don't know what it is i do and i'll tell you what it is next it's travis and slee 710 espn this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Looking forward to hearing from all of those guys tomorrow. Yeah. It's funny, just that that shot at the Rams game yesterday with LeBron sitting right next to Carmelo. And it took, because, because LeBron is LeBron and he's just so unbelievably famous, it took a half a beat to go, oh, wait. That's Carmelo Anthony too, and he's on the Lakers. It's just they had a pretty good offseason. I got to get out there. I got to get out there. I haven't been out there yet. I, apparently, you I'll keep put telling you on me the that, big screen again. Appa- apparently, uh, that you keep telling me that when you go do the post game, people are asking for Ashley. I'm like, it is. Well, on that's only half true. They the most of the Ask Slee conversations come during the pregame show. Emily was there yeah. uh, yesterday. She got to hear it. We had three different people come up and ask about Ask Slee. There was a guy in a Dan Marino jersey as I was walking out yesterday who was really enjoying himself, shall we say? He uh, he had enjoyed the game. He was enjoying the postgame show at the Hollywood Park Casino. I love a he, Dan Marino jersey out of all jerseys, yeah, just rolling was, around so. By fine. the way, it looked like he bought it in 1986. It had been around the. The, the block a couple wrong of times. With that. No, absolutely. I loved it. He wanted to know where you were. Ask Slee is an important part of, of this city's landscape. Now, the, 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 the rich tapestry that is Los Angeles, Ask Slee is a part of it. I love how I'm supposed to go out to games now on Sunday <laughs> yeah. with you. Not to be on air, just, uh, just, just to kind of... Yeah, just and, stand and, there and field the Ask Slee yeah. questions, which yeah. is coming up uh, about 12 minutes from right now, so we can do that. So, SC needs to hit the detonator. They, they, they need to just say, you know what, we're going to repaint the office, we're going to change the carpet. New we're furniture. Bring new furniture is coming in. New weights in the weight room. Yep. The golf cart that takes guys to and from practice. We're yeah. going to change the oil. paint job. <laughs> Get everything you can. This needs to be blown up. That, as bad as the Stanford loss was a couple of weeks ago when yeah. they lost to the Coliseum 42-28. to 28. Al. Al. Mm-hmm. 
Oregon State. Not a bad football program. Oregon State yeah. comes into the Coliseum and drops 45 on you. 45, Whoa. 20. Oregon, not not Notre Dame, not Oregon, not 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 some other non-conference opponent that's coming out of the SEC coming in to do this. Not Stanford in one of their years where they have Andrew Luck at quarterback. This is an Oregon State team that's bad, and they put 45 on you in the Coliseum. Well, they've already beat Hawaii. <laughs> They handled Idaho. It? Yeah, the Vandals. Um, they did lose their game against Purdue, mm-hmm. uh, twenty-one to thirty. And uh, you know they obviously got a win against USC. They're three and one. I just want to point that out here. They're three and one. <laughs> AP AP came out. Where are they? Oregon State. Yeah, uh, not in the top twenty-five. Okay, so <laughs> I I did not know this. Did you know this? What's that? It was the first loss to Oregon State in LA. Did you know this or no? First loss to Oregon State in L.A. ever? Since 1960. Yeah. They I, had a I, streak of 24 straight wins against, look, against Oregon State. Can, can I actually tell you why I think this is this is a good thing for USC? Mm. Not Listen, I, I want to make it make sure. One thing that you want to have by the, end of the, uh, by the end of this season for USC, can you have some clarity? Let me explain what I mean when, when I say that. You know, you're talking about how, hey, you just got to start changing everything. Yes. I mean, um, wherever you're parking, uh, wherever you're parking today, you're going to park somewhere <laughs> different. Change everything, right? Yeah, like sure. completely change everything. Vending machine, change it out. Get a new coffee machine. We're Coke. We're now Pepsi. Start over. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think there's something to what you're saying. And, I, and if I understand it correctly, and this is what I mean, I'd rather them, if this thing is going to go down, have it go down. Know by the end, by the time this football season is over, that 100% it's a whole new crew that's going to come in. Of course, you got to go find the right person. Of course, you got to go find the right head coach. Of course, you got to find the new leader. But I think the, the part that could have presented a lot of questions is if Dante Williams does pretty well, right? Or if he ends up over the final stretch of – they lost the first two. He won. He won yeah, after that. Goes if they're playing two. decent football, yeah. I think no matter what, you want to have clarity. And I think USC looks like you're going to have a lot of clarity, especially after that loss. Against well, there, there's nothing but clarity. In, in in your scenario, it's crystal clear. You just got housed by Oregon State in your own building. Oregon State is not going to go put 12 guys in the NFL at the end of the season. They're not. That's what USC used to do used year to do. after year after year <laughs> after year. Yeah, and it just feels like this isn't this isn't. I was optimistic in the sense out that I thought, okay, look, let's get the right guy in there, re-energize this thing, revitalize the program, and maybe it's just a new voice with some new techniques, some new strategies. They'll be back to where they used to. This is a complete teardown. This is not where you leave most of the house together. This is you hit the detonator, you blow the whole thing to smithereens, and you start over and say, okay, where do we go first? What do we do in our weight room? What do we do in our stadium? What do mm-hmm. we do here, there, in the next place? There's nothing redeeming about this USC team. It's getting they, close to, you know, we have to let the rest of these games play out, but starting to look close to rock bottom. Oregon State. Yeah. I can't I can't say it enough. When you go through the schedule, it's like, okay, Oregon State's a win. Arizona's a win. There's a couple of schools you just kind of scratch them off as automatic wins, especially if you get them at home. Not this year. It's extraordinary how bad they've been. UCLA did what they did. Now that all the pressure's off, now that they they UCLA did a week ago, Stanford. they go on the road and they beat, they'll probably win next week too. Mm-hmm. They'll probably win the week after that. Until everybody starts Until paying it's attention. Like, yeah, you know them. what? They, that, that Fresno State thing, that was kind of a fluke. You know, hey, you, Fresno State got a little lucky, you know. You know, hey, they're down. Hey, you know, what's different this year? Wham! 
That's when Cal or, or Arizona gets him. Do me a favor. When you're making a case for somebody at UCLA, always do the frat guy UCLA. Because <laughs> you did it a week ago, and it was as good as I've ever heard. Well, bro, I mean, Fresno State came in, they got a little lucky. You know, they 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 they, they, they all the way down here. They didn't even use their timeout. I mean, how many times is that going to happen? That one I like. There's the other ones I'm not that crazy about, but that one that one that might was, be a keeper. Look, first of all, they're all great. It goes without saying that all of my voices are equally awesome. Oh, that one's not bad. It's not bad. UCLA, like look, Stanford comes in here, crushes the Trojans. Yep, yep. UCLA goes up to Stanford and wins that game. Mm-hmm. The, the Pac-12 is a mess. Right how many? Now. How many ranked teams in the Two. Pac-12? Oregon yeah. at number three, and, and UCLA, UCLA is in the twenties. Yeah. yeah. So, and then no one else is even in the receiving votes other than Arizona State, and they're at the bottom of it. They are no, which means Oregon needs to run the table if they're going to get into this Final Four. And you're right; they'll they'll need to run the table. And what kind of, uh, I guess you can say, what kind of um, what kind of test did they get in the Pac-12? Now they got their test because they already won. That's the last one they're going to yeah, get. That's the last one. That's the get. last one they're going to get before they have to uh, go play a real team, unless they do what they sometimes do, which is stub their toe along the way. Okay, ten fifty-five. Yep. We got a ton of Dodgers baseball that mm-hmm. we're going to get into. So another thing I got right: six games left, and Dodgers now two games back. Actually, uh-huh. lose ground over the weekend when both you and I thought they could gain ground. At worst, they just stay on par. So now they're two back. Plus, we got to get into the Shohei Otani stuff. Love what he said about the Angels. So that that all will start at ten fifty-five. You're leaving something out. Ask Slee. Bunch of funch tomorrow. <laughs> Ask Slee is next. And it's a million-dollar Monday, too. You That's got right. a chance to win a million dollars. Listen, all day long, you got a chance to do that as well. Ask Slee, coming up next. Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. So this is exciting. Not only is it Ask Slee, which always puts yeah. me in a good mood, but mm-hmm. we have our boss, program live director Amanda Brown, is in here studio in studio appearance. with a live in-person Ask Slee. Yes, I was actually sitting at my desk, and I was like, "Don't don't have I me have rank one. the ESPN talent <laughs> handsomeness chart." Handsomeness. I was. That's you know, the that worst a, ranking that was the I've golf ever had. Tournament. That was the golf tournament. We were just having fun. There was a lot of I drinking, didn't do well on that. drinking, golfing, you know, uh-huh. a lot of craziness. So. Poor Trav. I had him like eleven on the list. That's he's fine. Still, as long as I wasn't twelfth. I just don't want to be loud. Yeah, there is someone uglier than you, Trav. Just know there is someone uglier than you. Hey, Trav, there is someone (laughs) uglier than you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. compliment. (laughs) What do we have? So, okay, we know that this Sunday, October 3rd, is the first Lakers preseason game. Buckle up. Yes. Basketball is back. 88 games to go. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of games. That's a lot of games. But, you know, I was thinking you're kind of Mr. Laker, as I like to call you. You know, host of Lakers Talk. You've really kind of branded yourself. First off, do you have any tattoos? No tattoos. Do you have a tattoo? I do. You do? I do. I, I you know Travis? I did not (laughs) know Trav had a tattoo, and I didn't expect him to have a tattoo. (laughs) He has a, dr- a dragon all on his yeah, back. This, just takes up his entire back. This actually was not my question, yeah. but now I'm super curious. To ask Trav. Yeah. What is your tattoo? That is proprietary information oh, that so I keep to a, myself. It's a good one that you got in college it's, that you don't want to talk about. It's a about. source of shame. Yes, oh. it is a source of shame. Okay. Yes. Ask Alan his no, question. This is, not... this is Ask Slee, Amanda. <laughs> okay, no tattoo. No tattoo. So that mm-hmm. being said... Mm-hmm. If I paid for it in any price, okay. would you be willing to get a Lakers tattoo on your body? Anywhere on your body. 
It doesn't. Oh, you could you could put it anywhere. You could conceal it if you didn't want people yeah. to see it, or you could go like bold and put it on your forearm. I'm willing to pay any price for it. Face. Okay. There's something. There's something about, and I see this. A dude will have something like on his calf. Uh huh. I've seen they have like the the Jordan jump logo. Yeah. Or they have their squad, a Rams or something like that. And every time I see that, I'm just like, yeah, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. <laughs> so even if it's anywhere on the body where it could be covered or whatever the case is. If I'm going to get a tattoo, it's got to be like something family-based, oriented. But I mean, aren't the, La- I mean you the Lakers are, Lakers are your Lakers extended talk. family. The Lakers are family. I mean, you, and you have it. so many options. Amanda like, wants me to get a Nick Van XL, <laughs> Nick Van XL <laughs> tattooed on my I, ankle. I, my preference is Smush Parker. Actually, personally, I, I would really Eldon love Campbell that. would be my first choice. I think most Eldon listeners yes. would only allow Eldon Campbell. I like that. Eldon Campbell's been brought up more on this show than when he was actually playing <laughs> he was on in his the career. Lakers, right. What about if the Lakers um, no, win I mean, the sorry, championship, you could do Alan? The whole Lakers, you could do just the L. Um, I like so we're looking at the LeBron, there's a LeBron cutout here in the studio and LeBron's in his uniform. There's like the yeah. Lakers font that's mm-hmm. the name of the team, yeah. and then there's the Laker logo that has the basketball in the middle with the Lakers over the front. Yes, yeah, I think I like that's that the one. one. I think that's Me too. the one too. And you can get it super small. I love the pitch. Like on your butt cheek. <laughs> She's gonna pay. Maybe you kick. Maybe there's a little kicker. Like he gets a tattoo. No tattoo and... artist would do that. If the, I told him, how about hey, on the bottom of your foot. So like when you're sitting ooh. there with your feet up, it's on the bottom of your foot. That sounds painful. Would you get a Dodgers tattoo? No, I'm out of the tattoo business. One was enough. Would you get a tattoo? Yeah. Do you have one? No, I have no tattoos. But if somebody else was willing to pay for it, I absolutely would get oh, a tattoo. Well, but I, I don't think they're that expensive. This is where you start negotiating. I mean. What would you get? Know. Would you get a tattoo of like a certain team, some type of sports thing, or not at all? Uh, probably not. Yeah, I don't think I would either. How about an ESPN logo? <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I've been with this company for 19 years. <laughs> You're still I'm not proud ready. Of it, but You're still not ready. ESPN is going nowhere on my body. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good decision. <laughs> so. A Sports Center tattoo. All right, all right. Enough of me. It's all time right. for the listeners. Let's Thank go you, to boss. their questions. Here we go. This a. is Brown. Anthony. A. Brown, right there. Anthony writes, Slee. When is it too early to start listening to Christmas music? We're getting, we're getting kind of in the neighborhood. Christmas Eve. <laughs> Christmas Eve? No, you, you got to go earlier than that. Um, is this on? I'm not hearing you. Yeah, if it is, okay, I think our mic. There you is, go. There now we go. On. There now we go. Um, Christmas Eve. No, no, no. The, you can start. You know, we kind of did this around when to start putting up the Christmas lights. What did we say for Christmas lights? We day said after Thanksgiving. Day after Thanksgiving. You want to start throwing some of those? Because whether you like it or not, every grocery store is going to start playing it. Oh, for sure. You go to the mall, it's going to start playing it. Do it the day after The day after Thanksgiving. It's more appropriate. All right. Let's go to the next one here. Drew in LA. Why does every Capri Sun flavor taste exactly the same? Hashtag asks. That's true. Fruit punch is the same as grape. Is the same as strawberry. Is the same as passion fruit. They're all exactly the same. It's a mental thing, too, because when I actually try the grape, I'm like, oh yeah, no, this is grape. This is grape. They, they don't have to put anything else on there. Just, just they, a picture of the grapes. Just a picture of the grape, and I'm good to go. <laughs> I got people literally saying, "Yes, Lee, get a tattoo on your ankle. Get number 41 to rep Eldon Campbell. Eldon Campbell is a clear cut. That's the that's the guy from getting a tattoo. I, I, I'm all in on it. I think you should absolutely do it. All right, let's try uh, another one here. Uh, do you pump your arms up and down at truckers, <laughs> hoping they blow the horn? <laughs> You know the uh, uh, are you one of those guys? Uh, I love these uh I love these athletes. No, but I, I I feel like I'd love to do one of those. 
You know what I mean? Just a quick little one. The problem is he's going to look at me like you're, you're, yeah, you're almost forty years old. You really say, are you doing that? that? Like, what's the cutoff there? Like eight? And yeah. maybe ten? <laughs> There's a point where if you're twelve, you're already little, getting disrespected. Yeah, it's like kid, come on. I'll give you one, a little sympathy, a little uh, uh, but that's probably not going to happen. All right, uh, Dave uh, in San Clemente writes: How many pairs of pleated Dockers do you own? Four. <laughs> no, you don't. No. You, is it zero? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, either. good. Yeah, you know what, Dave? See, Al actually is, you're kind of a down low suit fashion horse. You have nice suits. No, I have a couple suits. Yeah. They're and nice, be, though. And because of because of COVID, uh, we didn't we haven't worn our suits in, a, in, in quite a while. Uh, when it comes to, like, jeans and everything, I, I think I got two pairs of jeans. One of them I don't wear. It's one I keep wearing over and over again until they wear out and then you're done. All right, here's another one. This is from your favorite five head. This is a good question. You, Slee is out. Mm-hmm. Someone who knows him stops to catch up. Slee has no idea who the person is. Do you admit you have no idea who the person is or do you try and feel it out and hopefully remember? 100% feel it out. 100%. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. What do you do if you get a text and you don't know the number? Well, honestly, I have one of those right now that for a week and a half I've been trying to think of what to do and I've just done nothing. I ghost it. If if, if it's not in my phone as under a contact name or if you don't identify yourself in the thread, yeah. I'm not in person, I'm going to try to slug my way through it and use context clues to figure it out, but in text there are none. Hey There's man, none. what's up? You want to get together? Uh, I don't know who you are. I can't I can't really hook you up with that. So, I'm trying to feel it out face to face and see what happens. Okay, one more here, okay. and then this is going to kind of set us up for what we want to do next. Are we watching the last few games of our guy Corey Seager in a Dodger uniform? Hashtag Ask Slee. It's a really good question. I'm going to go no, and I don't know if I even believe what I'm saying because since that trade went down with Scherzer and Turner, how come the first day it went down, everybody is talking about, oh, it's hey, you know question. what? If Corey Seager doesn't come back, why why is the conversation if Corey Seager doesn't like Corey Seager's not a baller who just won the MVP of the World Series and, and oh by the, the way have you, been, have you been watching what he's been doing over the course of you know on obviously fire. since he came back he's on fire so is Trey Turner by the way yeah that's the thing right <laughs> that's why this is such a weird question a guy that just won the World Series MVP a guy that just won the National League Championship Series MVP a guy that plays the most important position defensively on your team arguably and it seems like everybody's like yeah if he goes he goes it's a it's a different situation can I read off this tweet please Big E says. They're trying to get you to get a Lakers tattoo since you love the Lakers. Tell Amanda you don't see Travis Rogers getting a tattoo of a hot dog since he loves hot dogs. <laughs> well, maybe that's what the tattoo is. You don't know that, Eric. You see, this is what is the great mystery of funny. my tattoo. Ashley's brought to you by Key of Carson. This summer, find your next car or SUV at Key of Carson. Hurry on in to Key of Carson for the best selection off the 405 at the Carson exit. Go to KiaofCarson.com. All right, so the Corey Seager question is one of them. The other question is, Walker Bueller is scheduled to pitch tomorrow against the San Diego Padres. The Giants have a two-game lead with six games to go. Yep. Do you continue to push, or do you finally do what you should have done over the weekend, and that start to get some things and lined And what up? is Dave Roberts going to do? I think we all know that question, so we'll throw that out there. All right, that's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.